0: Is ridiculous in so many ways. This week, I'm overwhelmed, honestly. You know, Tuesday I woke up, I got completely blasted by the Holy Spirit. How many like to get blasted first thing in the morning? (laughs) You just need to learn to drink more. I'm telling you, there's going to be a joy. On the church in this hour doesn't matter what's coming at us I'm telling you there's gonna be such joy it doesn't matter what's happening doesn't matter what's happening to your family I'm telling you I, and we don't ask for hard things to come but I'm telling you if we walk in joy and we walk in this just glorious uh, understanding of the anointing and what God wants to do in this hour I'm telling you you won't miss it just get happy get happy in the trials get happy in the test. You believe me? Come on. You got to get happy in the test. I don't want to go around the mountain anymore. I don't know about you, but I'm not going around the mountain. So I want you all to be happy and joyous with me. So we go to the top and meet with the Lord and ascend to the place that God's called us to live from. You know, he's called you to live from that place. And, And you know, I know all of us aren't all completely on, on top of like understanding what God wants to do in this hour but I'm telling you he is he is birthing and awakening inside of you so maybe the next few weeks and I won't even call it a series we'll just go soft on it okay but it will be about prayer because prayer is going to birth everything prayer and intercession and worship is what births everything so until we get like walk in this fullness of, of what God wants to do with that inside of you oh it's going to be a struggle but God wants to break it open it's like we get an invitation for hunger like in here just be aware i know we're so much better than we were even 4 months ago no i'm watching the lord's watching like there's a sound that's rising up I, and the, and the, and the lord is just raising up in within a sound that's drawing him in and when the holy spirit draws us into hunger i'm telling you get ready because waves upon waves about, of what God wants to do will just out, will pour. Right? So just get anything that's religious. Just throw it out the door. Don't bring it in here. Help me to just get rid of all my form and stuff that, that the Lord wants to just get rid of and unload. Because, you know, in the next place, and again, it's sticks and bricks, you know. But it's a place where we want God in the center of. And there is no way to attract the Lord other than by... Looking for him, asking for him to come. Seeking him, him be the very center of everything. I'm telling you, he doesn't, he doesn't like con us into something to not deliver. I'm in my, I'm starting my message now. (laughs) He's not conning us. He's not tricking us into something so that maybe something will come. Right? There's something, there's something that the Lord wants to do for us. And I'm going to go back to the scripture I started with last week, Psalms 127, because it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they that labor, they labor in vain. I don't want to labor. I don't have time. You don't have time to labor in vain. Unless the Lord regards the city, and I'm telling you, he regards the whole nation. He regards the entire world. His eye is looking for those who are, who are faithful, those who are looking, those who are seeking after Him. He's going, he is not going to leave us high and dry. He won't leave you high and dry. No, if we pursue Him, if we seek Him, if we ask, if we search, if we cry out. The Bible says cry out to Him in the day. The Bible says seek Him and He'll be found all these things we know but there has to be a revelation in your spirit and the problem is we don't have the groan within us there's something that God wants to do and it says this that the watchman stays awake unless the Lord guards the city the watchman stays awake in vain how many know you're not a watchman in vain looking over what's happening I'm not a watchman in vain over 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 New Hampshire and Massachusetts and all this stuff I'm not I'm not doing it in vain I'm expecting the Lord to deliver the things that I see by the Spirit so that when we walk into the into the fullness of it I know it I can smell it I can I can tell it's it's coming closer and it is, cl- it's coming closer. It's moving closer to you. Right? He's moving closer. And that was the invitation even tonight. That the Lord was saying, hey, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm desiring you so that you come find me. I'm desiring you so that you get more hungry for me. I'm so hungry for you. This is the cry of the Lord. This is the cry of the Holy Spirit to you. That He is super desiring you to come and meet with Him. And find you. He wants to find you. It is vain for you to rise up early and sit up late and eat the bread of sorrows. To eat the bread of sorrows. For so he gives his beloved sleep. And we talked about that sleep last week. And the Lord is just talking us to be intentional. That's what it means. Intentional and rest you got to be intentional with the Lord and rest in what He's doing. And so that's what we're doing here. That's what our pursuit is here. And, and, and as we continue to believe the Lord for the increase in all these things, I'm believing. Listen, we've been through a, the last six months, hell, the last 12 months, we'll just go. And it's been a, it's been a ride. And even through it, I'm telling you, even the testing and the pushing and the trying and all the things and all the things that would like come against an attack. And, you know, people get weird and they don't even know why they're getting weird. It's spiritual attack. And people got to wake up. You got to sit here and watch. Watch and see. There's two things. There's knowledge and seeing. God gives us knowledge through seeing. And I don't care who you are in this room. God's given you the ability to see in the spirit. You're just not looking for it. You say, I don't, I don't have that gift. No, you have the gift. No, you do. Don't disagree with me. I can feel it. Someone. You all have that, that ability to see things by the Holy Spirit. And then that gives you knowledge to what the enemy's going to do and to what the angels are going to do. Come on. It's about what the Holy Ghost is about to do. I ain't even going to get through this. Holy Spirit wants you to be engaged with what He is doing through sight, insight and knowledge of the of the presence of God and and revelatory knowledge. Not just I know my Bible and that's a good thing and it is a good thing. But it has to come by revelatory knowledge. And God's gonna break, break everything off of everyone that's carrying stuff. It's gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. We may not see it now. Now hold your hands right up right now because we need breakthrough for a couple people in the room. Father we just thank you that you're releasing breakthrough in this room for people who are struggling, even if they're not in the room. Father we thank you that you're releasing breakthrough right now. That there's something that's snapping, crackling, and popping over them. That they walk into, until all of a sudden they're awake. All of a sudden they're awake. All of a sudden they can see and and the, and the veil's been lifted. And so Holy Spirit, we thank you. And even, even in this place, God, you're, you're lifting the veil. You're moving the veil off of us so that we can see what's happening by the Holy Ghost. Father, I thank you that by the Holy Ghost, you're, up, you're uprooting and you're taking things out that don't need to be here. And we come into agreement that you're doing it. Whether it's not for us, it's for our neighbor. Come on, it's someone in my row. It's someone in front of me. It's someone behind me. God, you're doing it right now. So just release it, release it, release it by your spirit. Release it by your spirit. Verse number three says, Behold, children of the heritage of the Lord, are are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Now, I just want to stop there. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Everyone say womb. 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 Now I'm just going to tell you a little story about my escapade on Thursday because it was a powerful, powerful day that I had with the Lord. I didn't expect. I thought I was just going on a hike. I expect to meet with the Lord while I'm by myself and I'm hiking, but I turn into an athlete. That's the problem. And I have to do it as fast as I can and as swift as I can and then come down and I'm full of sweat. So how how spiritual is that? I'm just telling you that's how I do. I get, you know, I don't know what happens. I put the backpack on and something, flick a switch. I'm gone so i went to mount shakora we'll just call it shakora and 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 it was it was an amazing i had a great day i had a beautiful time nothing spiritual going up you know i ran into a couple people a lot of nice people but i was on a mission to get to the top come on you understand me i mean i'm just on a mission to get to the top and so the holy spirit was just with me i didn't feel anything but when I got to the top, God met me there. And on the way, I'll just tell you, on the way, I'm listening to a, a teaching from a prayer school that I'm involved with. And, and, and he brings this, this, this scripture, Isaiah 66. You can turn there, so everyone's there. And so it's my friend. It's my friend, Charlie Champ. And, and I, I'm on a, a Legacy Academy. I have a link because we so into the ministry. And so I just get to, you know, listen in whenever I want, which is awesome. And... um. And so he brought this, and he was talking about prayer, and I'll continue to talk about prayer myself, but he was talking about prayer. It's a prayer school, Ascension Prayer School, and we'll be in verse 7, but I just want you to, I can read it. I can just read it. Before she was in labor, you there? Isaiah 66, verse 7. Say word when you got it. All right, word. Everyone with digital stuff is like, I was way ahead of you before you even got there. (laughs) But Isaiah the prophet, he prophesied this, before she was in in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered the male child. Who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Come on, say, I'm about to see it. Just tell yourself, I'm about to see it. Yeah. Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? And it's, prof- it's prophetic of, of the nation of Israel coming together, just like, it, like the word said, in a day. In a day. 1967, I believe. Right? The Holy Spirit just did it. In a moment. Everyone said, no way. The prophets, the people, all the people said, no way. But God did it anyway. Amen and it's through a it's an age-old prophecy right here that we're reading. For as soon as Zion was in labor she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring it? Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery says the Lord? Shall I cause delivery? Be, delivery? Shut up. Sorry. Shall, shall I who cause? Why does it say it like that? That's King James. That's New King James. Shall I, who cause delivery? Shut up the, room, the womb, says the Lord. Rejoice with Jerusalem. Be glad with her, all you who love her. Rejoice, for the joy is with her. All you who mourn for her. Come on, somebody. You got, this is what I was telling you earlier. You, you, you should be convinced you need to be happy. You need to rejoice. When the Bible says rejoice... Again, I say rejoice. The Lord isn't kidding. He's trying to break off every place where we feel bad about ourselves, depressed and, 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 and broken and, you know, messed up. He's trying to bust that off of us. And so rejoice, rejoice for the joy with her, all of you who mourn for her, that you may, be, that you may feed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom. That you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory come on somebody so here i am i'm i'm going for a hike i listened to this for the first two hours up to wherever i was up on the kangamangas highway somewhere i don't know the exact location it actually says undisclosed location on the on the map when i went there but as I did that, I went up the hill, the hill, the mountain, 2,000 plus feet above sea level. And, and when I got there, I just chilled out for a minute, you know. All the high, high places of rock were, were taken. I went up there anyway, just to say I got to the top. And then as I was sitting there, and I'm just, you know, I'm not being spiritual. I'm, yeah, I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, but I got people all around me. And then this whirlwind, like, mind you mind you mind you it is dead dead no air like this little gnats flying around that if you're up on top of a mountain and there's a breeze they're not gonna be hanging there was gnats and there was no wind no wind zero zero so I sit down I'm minding my own business there's a bunch of girls next to me there's a couple over here and I just sit down and I'm just waiting Eating my meat stick and getting on what my, you know, my, my protein intake. Eating my stuff and getting ready. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a whirlwind starts to the right of me. <laughs> Literally, all these leaves are just going like this to my right. No joke, I'm not lying. This is just powerful because I'm like, what is happening right now? There was no wind a second ago and now I got a tornado next to me. And right no 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 it gets better the tornado does this goes in front of me and I got the girls are looking like what is happening right now and I'm looking and I'm smiling I'm like I'm smiling and this and this thing goes right in the crest of the rock and starts going no joke and I'm like okay okay I'm not going to eat anymore, I'm going to take another walk. Wow. No, no. So, and you're like, well, yeah, no, no. After that, no wind. It, it just did this, pulled up leaves, actually sucked up one of their rappers too. They're like, one girl's trying to chase the rapper. And this thing's coming across and goes right down into the cleft of the rock and starts making some wild noise yeah, that's what I said. Wow. God, what are you doing right now? And I felt nothing. Listen, here's spirituality for me. I'm going down the mountain again. I just, no, I went around and I I enjoyed the view and enjoyed the sights. But I'm telling you, there is, there is a thin place that God wants to take us by the Spirit. Do you understand me? The ancient paths would bring you to a thin place. The paths that Jesus already carved out for us will bring us to a thin place. So when I tell you this, I go down, I go down, I leave. Like, I'm thinking coffee. No, And I know where the best coffee place is over in down in North Conway that I drove 20 minutes the opposite way to go get because I'm just, I'm thinking about my body, just getting caffeine. I'm telling you, this is so good. Because I'm I'm not that I wasn't being spiritual. I'm praying in the Spirit. I'm praying in the Spirit without understanding, right? Seems almost fruitless. The whole, the whole trip up and down. Pretty much. Except for when I got near people because I don't want them to think, what is the matter with this guy? Right? So I'm just praying. I get down. I take my ride. I get coffee. Literally nothing, nothing going on. Except for the whirlwind and the sound. And I get back in the car and I go. Go, start going home and I put on Brother Kenneth Hagin. I put on a Rhema um, teaching and it was uh, I don't know it was random it was totally random I could tell you you could have probably said Mary had a little lamb it didn't matter <laughs> but I don't know what it is with my truck either because every time I'm in my truck God just begins to show up and all of a sudden the overwhelming spirit of 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 travail came into the truck not for a minute for two and a half hours and meanwhile as i'm listening to this he says this very portion of scripture number two isaiah 66 he says shall shall i bring forth shall i bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery. Shall I, who cause delivery, shut up the womb? And I get hit as soon as those words come out of his mouth. I mean, I was praying already. And how many have ever watched a, a Kenneth Hagin teaching on on YouTube? I, I'm just letting it flow. I'm not even watching it, right? But I can hear the laughter, <laughs> right? I can hear the laughter. And. It, and as I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the Lord, I'm just praying in the Holy Spirit, but I begin to burst into tears and I begin to go in deep. Now I'm thinking, God, I'm going to crash the truck. I'm on 16 flying at 65 miles an hour, something like that. And I feel the travail of heaven on me. Why am I saying this? Because I think that the Lord wants to give that to you tonight. I believe that the Lord wants to release an impartation for the whole entire body that you'll receive it. Because if I, if I can take it from the Holy Spirit and get it inside of me, and honestly, I felt it up here during Tuesday night prayer before, but not to the depths that I experienced it this week. And, and, and here we go. Two and a half hours, I'm going from laughter to tears, to groans. From laughter, if you were in the truck with me, you would think I was out of my mind completely. But it was going on and on and on. And every time I thought the wave had stopped, it didn't. I get in the house, I'm still the same way. Three, four hours later, I'm in bed. Now I'm actually, no. Then I'm doing laundry. Then I'm doing laundry and I'm listening to someone. They were raising money for another ministry. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, this word, Isaiah 66, again, because talking about vision and prevailing and God birthing something inside of you. When I say all these things, here's what I feel like the Lord's doing. Inside of you, you have the Holy Spirit, but you, most of us have yet to tap into the depths of what God wants to do. Most of us have yet to like, hit the switch and turn it on and allow the travail to come forth. And what does the Bible say? The Bible tells us, that there's so many things that I could just say about prayer. That's why you could, you could never teach on prayer in, in one session. It's impossible. You could do 12 weeks. Easy. You could do, yeah, you could keep going and going and going. Like one scripture on, 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 on prayer. Seek the Lord while he may be found. You could just go there. Like Isaiah says More. Right? So I'm just, when I when I say this, and again, I'm not bragging on the encounter, because honestly, when we get something, I'm like, God, what? I, I get home to my wife, and I'm like, what just happened? Like something incredible just happened. I can't even tell you. How many want that? How many want it? The Lord wants to put that on your life to teach you to pray, not just, just to give you an in. Just an inspiration inside of you to pull the things of the Spirit out of heavenly places into you. We have no understanding of this, I promise you. And God is going to open it up more in an even greater capacity for us as we continue to just go on a journey with Him. Do you hear me? That the Holy Spirit is so good and so faithful about showing you what He wants you to do. And so this place of travail, I say Tuesdays, like I believe that the Lord wants this travail on Tuesday. We had an incredible time just beginning, because I just felt like we had talked, and we just felt like, let's just start it completely different. We're praying in the Holy Spirit. And boom, the Holy Spirit shows up and ministers to people just spontaneously. And people that we've been, that I believe have been, you know, kind of just all of a sudden they've been in intercession for years all of a sudden pop 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 things just started to just flow and here's what the lord wants to do he wants to birth an awakening in your life when I'm talking about this right now. He's not, he's not brought you vision. And it's not about your vision about what you're going to accomplish. It's about the Holy Spirit coming inside of you and birthing something and beginning to groan inside of you. Because there's a groan that has to be released by the Spirit of God inside of the church. And it's the only thing that's going to bring forth the souls. It's the only thing that's going to bring forth the, the true revival. I believe that that we have access to as much as we want according to how we can come before the Lord. And we're so used to mechanical prayer meetings. I mean, even here we're hop and bowl. But it's good, but sometimes it's like, no, no. Who said we do one thing one way all the time? That's what the church has done forever, and we don't have great results. And we got people in the seats. But are, we, are people being equipped to come up and rise up and begin to step in and travail for themselves and see their, their neighborhoods changed? Their families changed? Come on, yourself changed. Where God wants to come and invade you and he wants to wash everything out of you and it comes through a place of, inter- of intercession and a groan and travail. It is the Romans 8. The groaning of the sons of men. It's the groan. It's the groan of intercession that God wants to bring and break forth. And I'm telling you, we think, I I personally think that we've done things like automatic and God's trying to break stuff up so that we don't do things in form. Uh. Now I'm going, why am I, the Lord's loading other things into my head that I didn't expect. Um... Uh, maybe it's second that's all right just think think about it for a minute Mm. (laughs) Uh, hold on if I knew my Bible better it's here somewhere yeah there it is it's the first place I went I know my Bible well first Corinthians in chapter 2 you don't even have to go there I'm just gonna say y'all know the scripture but it says and I brethren when I came to you I didn't come with excellence of speech or wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God I determined to know nothing among you except for Jesus Christ and him crucified I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling, and, and my speech was what? With My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words, with human words, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How do, we, how do we engage the power of God? You only engage the power of God as we keep reading. You can keep going on spiritual wisdom, which is actually some of my favorite things that, that Paul says all through the rest of, of that chapter and chapter 2 about the spiritual wisdom that comes only from the Lord. And so I can't get spiritual wisdom by locking myself down for 12 hours in a prayer room. You missed it. You missed it. Because we make some type of religious thing about a lock-in that's going to break through. No, no, no. The groan of the Holy Spirit wants to come inside of the church, wants to come inside of every believer, that it breaks off stuff off your generations. The generations behind you, ha, and the generations ahead of you. Do you hear me? So that there's a powerful word that you, when you begin to speak, it's, man's, it's not man's wisdom, it's the wisdom of heaven. And when you pray, stop. Ready? When you pray in the Holy Spirit, it's groans. It's, 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 a, it's something that you don't understand. And some of us get stuck on the language, but God wants to start a fresh language in your life. And God wants to do something deep inside of you. Are you hearing me? Are you with me? I'm telling you there's a groan that's about to take place that's going to bring birth to the greatest awakening on the earth. And I believe it's for our time call me silly i believe it's for our time i'm believing that god's gonna break things open and we'll at least see the beginning of it so that our kids will see the great thing that god's about to do in the future and i don't care if i'm in the wheelchair just push me into it yeah remind you know don't don't throw me in the woods then let the let the coyotes eat me holy ghost i'm teasing i'm teasing. No, this is what we, this is what we have to believe for. That God's going to release something fresh on the whole, on us as a people of God. That breaks off, it moves everything. It, it doesn't even matter where your mind's been over the last 12 years. God will shake it off. He'll break it off. Doesn't matter what addiction was in my life. God's going to break it off because I, I travail. Mm. go with me we were in Romans we're just gonna review that again Romans 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 14 and you know this you don't even have to turn there Romans 14 says for the kingdom of God did not come in eating or in drinking but in righteousness peace and joy what's the things that keep you out of prayer i will tell you it's the opposite of those three things where we call ourselves unrighteous unworthy it blocks us out of of the prayer clo- of the place of prayer when the Lord is, what we don't understand is it doesn't matter what our mindset is, the Lord is chasing after us. If we just had this mindset that God is coming after you, it doesn't matter how you feel. And I'm not, I'm not making a license for sin because if I was in the Spirit, I wouldn't sin. Right? It, it's not making a license, not, it's not, a, it, listen, the grace of God is ridiculous. God's grace is amazing. It wasn't just written as a song because it was a good idea. It's amazing because when he comes, he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And so if I go before him and I'm walking in the fullness of righteousness, right, then those things don't stop me or push me out of the place of prayer. Look at me. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday or 12 years ago. Some people are dealing with yesterday. Some people are dealing with an hour ago. Some people are dealing with 12 years ago. And the Spirit of God wants us to get past it because the grace of God has extended His hand. The Lord has literally extended His hand and tried to pull you into His dimension out of that place of unrighteousness into righteousness. And how about peace? It's all our anxieties that keep us so busy and we we can't pay attention to one thing for one moment. It's, a, it, it's an epidemic in the generation now because they need something in front of their eyes every second of the day. Right? I don't have a television, but I got that thing. What's the difference? I got a portable one. Right? So anything can distract you. We think busyness in ministry, busyness in ministry is going to save the world. It will not. It will not. If you're not doing something in the flow, this is... an it echoes in my head. Joshua, this is probably the last thing he said to me. In the glory, everything's going to flow. As you guys continue to access the glory, it's already there. Just uh, just continue to tap into it, and the flow comes, and the peace comes, and then you don't. You, there's no anxious. There's no. There's no fear. There's no. It doesn't keep you outside of anything that God wants to do. There's a flow in the in the glory and in His presence. Doesn't matter what office you're called to, or not office. Just be available. <laughs> Danny said, Danny said uh, six years ago. Just be available. I like that office. I'm available. Do whatever you want. If we're available, we'll burn with the presence of God. If we're available, God's allowed to birth, use us as a birth canal for something that he wants to push into the earth right now because heaven wants to come through you and into the earth. I'm telling you, we think of it like God is spiritual. That's all He is. He is Spirit. Yeah. He's Spirit. So anything in the flesh denies the access of what He wants to do by the fiery Spirit that wants to flow through you. And He demands, huh, I, I'm using that word. He demands that we give him access. And he gives access. Just I know. Keep my hand off the bottom too. He wants us. I don't know if I like that word. He does demand it. He demands that I yield. He demands that I, I, I just be a conduit. That, that's all he wants is a e- even flow right through you. Like, you are clean and you're righteous. God comes through you. You are, the, you are walking in the peace of God because He's already provided it for you. So it comes right through you. It's the peace of God that passes all understanding that moves us beyond. Beyond this place of anxiety. What are we going to do? I, I'm, I started doing... <laughs> I'm thinking about giving, like, radical amounts of money and then I'm thinking about all the money we need. I'm just... I'm being real. Right? I'm thinking we don't even have enough to do, ec- I shouldn't, I won't declare it. I was thinking these things that like the math doesn't work no matter how I do it unless it's a miracle. So I'm believing for a miracle. I'm, I'm aligning myself with a miracle. I'm, I'm, I'm accessing miracles. No, no. Your language has to change. You're accessing miracles. That the things that God has for you to do, you have to have access to the miraculous. And that should bring peace. That doesn't bring, that, tot- that totally destroys striving. Because if I'm believing God to do something miraculous, even inside of me, right? We've been down this road before, God. I need you to do a miracle. And I need you to free me from this. I'm just bringing it real, Right? I mean I I don't want to we think of the extravagant out there and what he wants to do and whatever and God wants to birth an awakening an awakened life inside of you and it comes by this place of righteousness peace and then joy I told you that before that's the third time today I said joy right God wants to release that joy through us so that nothing more matters. Because, listen, he moves in this... The Bible says that he was anointed with joy more than everyone. More than all his brethren. That means he laughs at stuff you'd get upset that he laughed at. Oh, I'm telling you, he laughs at things that you would think, oh no, no, he's not laughing at that. Oh, and then there's a religious spirit in the building that's thinking, well he doesn't laugh at sin brother. No, no. I think he just laughs because he doesn't realize we don't we don't understand that we we come into this place that God has dominion over every sin. Ah, that's all right. We'll leave a couple people upset. The Holy Spirit wants us to to realize that the glory <laughs> Talk about laughing matters. The glory. He's going to bring you into such glory in this, in this next hour. Where God leaves us. Speechless. 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 There has to be this hunger that says, God, will you do inside of me this thing that you're talking about in Isaiah 66? Will you bring forth the thing that we're believing for now before it even happens? Will you do, yeah. Not, not can you do it. When are you going to do it? Right, so that. Hmm. He kept him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. I'm going to go to some notes. So, yeah, there was was just some keys that I had to pull up. Prayer (laughs) is the golden pipe where the oil flows through. How many know Zechariah chapter 4? It's the golden pipe. Prayer is is the, the conduit where the oil flows, and then it's poured out yeah you're with me you can go to Zachariah I'm not going to read it I'm not going to get into it because if I get in there I will never get out but it's the the prayer is the golden pipe through which the oil of the spirit flows into the church it has to be the place and God will always come look at me in our greatest time of need Zechariah 4, but you can look at it later because I'm not going to go there. God will always meet us in our greatest time of need. How many know that? He wants to meet us in our place where we are absolutely abandoned and we got no other hope. That's where he shows up. When, we've got it with, when all the chips are down, you've got nothing else to, to rely on. God says, watch me. Test me in this. That's why even with the Tide thing, he says, test me in this. Test. That means you put the chips down and you watch what God does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It goes back to that all in. Like, Like, I'll play roulette with the Lord. I'll allow him to do it. He'll spin the ball going every time. 26 black. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just making stuff up. I believe that. I believe that whatever that is. Might not even be black, could be red. But I'm just, you understand my point that I'm willing to gamble on what God says more than anything else. And his word is true. And so if his word is true, then I walk in this place of believing what he says over my life. Yeah. So it's through travailing prayer and prevailing prayer that we experience and encounter God's presence And I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just telling you. It is is the only way to God's presence. It is the only way. It's the road to revival and awakening. It's through seeking him, and and whether it's at your home or corporately. But I think we need both. Like, I think we need both. I think your, your personal life's one thing, but as we come together corporately... God needs to pour out His Spirit in a fresh way, corporately, so that the body is ready for what He's about to do. And you say, well, well we've had enough teaching, we've had enough of this, we've had enough of that. No, no, obviously we haven't. Obviously we haven't because we would already been there. So we just have to depend. But I think, I believe it's birth through, you could go read Re- Leonard Ravenhill, you could read Lou Engel, whatever. You could read Corey Russell, <laughs> whoever. There's so much information on prayer, yet we're prayerless. And so God's, God's presence, we want to encounter Him in prayer, right? This is the whole reason for prayer. Not, not like Jesus said to be repeating things and a sounding gong. I I don't want to be any of that. I want to meet with the Lord and encounter His presence, and that precedes the birthing of a movement. It precedes. It's the manifest presence that comes that will cause us to experience Him in power. And power is what ignited the book of Acts chapter 2 to change the world. And so we can't get there until there's what, you know, and we, we can do 10 days of prayer, whatever. 10 days of prayer are great, but if God doesn't show up, and we've done 10 days of prayer here, and we've been involved with 10 days of prayer. It's all good, but we need God to show up. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my faith, then He's going to show up and heal the land. Yeah, so that it's, it's impossible. So during these moments I believe that the Holy Spirit that wants, He wants us to yield you, God's going to give you a grace to yield to this tonight. No, I'm, I'm. Listen, you ready. You're going to just start meditating right now on God. You're going to give me a groan within me as I get for the next 10 minutes. You're going to put a groan in me tonight because I want your faith to rise into that. Because you, you, we all need an Isaiah 66 encounter where God brings travail through you. Because when travail comes through you, something will break and move. It will move off your family. It'll move off off of your life. It'll move off of everything around you. And you're like, no, my family needs a lot of help. Yeah. Yeah, I have a family too. They need help. Not these guys. The rest of extended family, you know. And so Holy Spirit wants to do these things. And I just feel like the word is yield. Yield to flow with the Spirit. And to hear specifically, listen to me, this is super important that we hear specifically what God's going to do. Because when you're yielded to the Lord, He doesn't leave you empty. I'll try that over here. When you yield to the Lord, He does not leave you empty. When I open myself up and I say, Holy Spirit, come. Yes, we don't invite any other thing. The Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, I, I'm asking for bir- to be a birthing canal for what you want to do. This is what tonight's going to be about. God, release this place. I want to be a birthing canal for what you want to do in this hour. And so it's... it's it God specifically will give us prophetic promises. And in His promise, our lives, our lives, in particular, He'll show us things and give us... Uh, blueprints for things in our lives first ready because there's always two things right there's always our personal lives and our family and stuff and then there's there's regional and city and national things right so God wants to do both but he has to do it here in you first he has to do it here in me first okay and I believe that's something that's just started for me For me because he wants to break open a prayer movement that gives birth to an awakening. And God has a now rhema word for every one of you personally. Words personally for you and corporately for us. And we must never ever try to like okay this work there so that'll work here. No. No, we're a different animal. We're a peculiar people. So what worked there may not work here. Why? Because it could be a completely different DNA that God released on the earth. Oh yeah, we're all sons and daughters of God. But he may want to do something completely different in your life right here, right now. All right? And so to sustain, these are three things that I wrote. I already gave you two. But to sustain a flow for the move of God, He wants us to focus on remaining in His presence. (laughs) It's it's like ridiculously simple. But we we tend to get off track all the time. It becomes about the, the mission of a, no, no, it's always God in the middle. Always the Lord. Even if you're in a multi-million dollar, you know, mega ministry. It has to be the Lord in the minnow. It has to be. Or, you're, or all of a sudden you're not, you're doing stuff for men. And the whole shift, it changes. Okay? And so the Holy Spirit wants us to remain on this. On His focus on Him and His presence. And we must posture ourselves to be sensitive. And so that we can cooperate with Him and establish that sovereign atmosphere where God can move. This is super important. This is super important. We have to meet with Him so that we, sus- that we completely can sustain a sovereign move of God. It won't come any other way. I don't care if it's 300 of us and not uh, like a whole region. I don't care if it's 80 of us. But I know this, when God shows up in a place, it brings all kinds of different people, right? God begins to draw people, because why? Because that oil, the glory, the very thing that I will birth in a day. Because all of a sudden, boom, the the glory's on the map and the demons are on the map. They're looking at that thing saying, okay, how can we get in? How can we infiltrate? infiltrate? We're going to get them off off." our focus. We're going to change their minds. We're going to push them this way, push them that way. Get them away from the main thing. Whatever you do, just get them away from Jesus. Get them away from the one thing that sustains everything. Right? And I'll, I'll prove it to you because I mentioned it to you a few weeks ago and I'll end with this, but God wants to do it this way. I believe this. This is the key to the outpouring, right? The, the Lord is establishing an atmosphere and we're able to sustain it. Listen to me. We have to be able to sustain it. That means I'm not like, God just looks like this. And and I'm telling you, as you're going up the mountain, there's going to be things that are going to try and come in for the birthing of what God wants to do to try and push it, yeah, deter you, move you away from it. And the Lord is saying, no, 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 focus on what I'm doing. So that I can birth this thing and a true revival atmosphere is is birthed out of the individual and then the corporate presence of encounter and so we 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 want and I just believe that the Lord will bless that like if you're pursuing the Lord revive me oh God (laughs) and corporately we go revive us oh God because it's all about God coming and visiting us yeah Galatians 4.19, you don't have to turn there, just write it down. My little children in whom I labor, for whom I labor, in birth again until Christ is formed in you. Here's the deal, right? John calls us little children. Paul refers in Romans chapter 8 as that groaning to what? Reveal the sons. And I, and I talked about this before. The spirit of adoption is, this, is not I'm adopted into a family. No, it's not like that at all. What this is, this is, this is actually that. If this is in labor. He's believing that there's a birthing of a man-child that's coming. A birthing of a church that's coming. Birthing of the bride that's coming. That is fully mature. Listen to me. Fully mature. Because the language in the Greek, and I did a, I actually over the last week, I did a lot of study on it because I'm like, what is this? Because I heard it one place and I'm like, I'm gonna search this thing out because I don't know if I fully believe it. But I fully believe it now. The maturity aspect is this, that the Son is always being readied to take over the full inheritance. And so you don't become adopted. (laughs) The spirit of adoption doesn't come until you give, you're taking and you're receiving the full inheritance. And how many in this room want to see that full inheritance? Then good. Then the groans going to start happening inside of you. This deep calling unto deep is going to happen inside of us so that we begin to step into the fullness of what he's talking about. It's not adoption papers that you've been you've been a, a, a misfit and a never known or an orphan and then now you're a adopted one. That's not it. It's not the language. The language is different. It's It's about coming into a full maturity as a son, walking in sonship, and walking in the fullness of the inheritance. Because now you can be entrusted with everything. So Paul was in this posture of like, I'm laboring... So until what? Christ is formed in you. That's the travail. That's the birthing that has to happen in this hour. That Christ and the fullness of who he is in his bride is formed in the church in this hour. Super important. You're not going home starving tonight. First Kings 17 and I'm, I'll just stop there. And I want maybe guys just get up with me for a minute and and... 1 Kings 17 and 1, uh, I'll just, I wasn't going to read it, but I'll read some of it. Remember, we remember the whole story. 17 one, there's 1, it says this, Elijah comes, he says this, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be no do or reign in these three years, except by my word. Key, except by my word. Now here's the deal, you're a prophetic generation, amen? Yeah. Look at me. Let's try that again. Hey, we're we a prophetic generation in this room. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I know I got you thinking a lot. And I know I dropped out, dropped a lot. But here's the deal. So we, we go through a whole chapter of him fighting the, 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 the prophets of Baal. And all these amazing miracles. And God doing way, like showing up and showing off. And so he breaks the power of Baal over the nation because he defeated them, right? By supernatural fire coming and a release of the Holy Spirit power shaking. And then all the, then he, of course, you know, there was a little bit of blood after that. Because he took out all the prophets of Baal. But in, in chapter 18, verse 41, we know this story. Cause this is what's gonna happen right now. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. And I feel like God's gonna break something open, okay, for you, for everyone in here. You came here for not just, you know, to come here and, and then go home the same. No, I, my, my, my plan, the Lord's plan, is that you come here and you get changed and you go back home and you receive something fresh for your life. And that God births something inside of you, not just this time, but every time. But there has to be God making us, forming us as a womb to release the power of God and to release the Word of the Lord in this hour. So he goes back to Ahab, verse 41, and says this in in chapter 18 of 1 Kings. And he says to him, there's there's the sound of what? The abundance of rain. And this is what we want to, we want to use this. We want to pray for Revival. Pray for revival. Well, guess what? The word of the Lord wasn't happening until the prophet got into his position for birthing the move of God. And so everyone in here is a king, priest, and prophet because Jesus is inside of you. And you may not be standing in the office of a prophet, but you have a prophetic womb inside of you right now. And God wants to break open... And send the abundance of rain through your life. It says that he went to the top of Carmel again, the place where they had the showdown, where he busted up. Come on, he KO'd. He KO'd the 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 prophets of Baal, knocked them all out, killed them, killed them. Yeah, it's Old Testament. But God wants to kill every place, every place where we falsely come into some place of prophecy. That's not Him. He wants to kill it. And every place where we put it would set an altar for Baal, and come in contact with the world and, and want to be like the world. No, 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 no. The church is called separate, not so that we reject anyone that's out there. Not to be like, oh, we're in a holiness movement. We don't want to touch the lost. No, no. The lost will come, and we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to release the love of Christ so that the Holy Spirit totally invades them. They don't know what to do. But it says that he went up to the top of of Carmel and then he bowed down to the ground and he put his face between his legs. Now, I'm not saying that's what you have to do tonight. But some of you may. Because God might just do it. When I was in the truck, I could feel within me like my head's either going to bash off the steering wheel, something's going to happen. It's going to, it's ugly. And when God comes, it's okay to be ugly. Don't worry about what, it's okay. When the Holy Spirit comes, it's going to be ugly. It should be. You know, we just want to be, you know. It's all clean. Yeah. Carry the baby. I'm telling you, it's okay. Let the Lord just smack you. we'll, you know, we'll shovel you off the floor later. Don't worry. Or we'll leave you there. Let yourself out the back. But he put his face between his knees and it says that it came past after what? Seven times. That's perfection. It's God's perfect number. Completeness. Listen to me, the completeness is coming to your life. And God's about to birth something brand new in you, even tonight. Close your eyes and get ready. The Bible says that there was a cloud the size of a man's hand that formed. It just formed in the atmosphere. And this is usually how God begins to work. He does something small, and then we just... We sometimes ignore the small thing, but God's trying to do something huge, and so we need to acknowledge the small thing that He's doing right now. He says, then, the, then it came to pass the seventh time. He said, there's a, there's a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. And He said... Go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops. And now it happened at the meantime that the skies became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. What God's about to do, what God's about to do be the greater than any move of God we've seen before.